0: It's time for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. The Jaguars are on a roll right now, a little bit of one, as we flip the calendar to December. And there are meaningful football games ahead for the Jaguars, starting with the Detroit Lions in Week 13. What's up, Fred? It's nice to have those meaningful games.
1: Hey, JP, how's it going, boss? Uh, of course it is, man. I think Christmas came earlier with what we consider that Thanksgiving or post-Thanksgiving treat. Was that a snack? I mean, I don't know. Either case, it was a win. And that's what we need to see more of. But it starts here today, you know, against the Lions team who um, – they, they, they've had a lot of sporadic play. They're not a bad team. They're not the Lions of old. They're a much improved team. They got a really good coaching staff, a lot of former players. And uh, the players believe in those guys. They respect them, uh, ha- having come from where they come from. Um, so the players are playing hard for them. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to this matchup, JP. I think it be interesting.
0: All right, we'll get to the Lions coming up and their running game because uh, it's – been a long time since they've had a running game like this in Detroit that's coming up in a little bit but for the Jaguars it's the play of the quarterback that has heads turning around the league I think we've I think for the most part in Jacksonville believed in number 16 of course he's had some you know some hiccups earlier in the season some turnovers but he's starting to turn the corner it feels like especially the last three games all over 100 rating and then last week goes out in a two-minute drive and makes some big-time throws down the stretch for the team. And that gives not only him confidence, but that locker room confidence as well and the fan base on top of that.
1: Of course, it's the trickle-down effect. You know, you bring in a guy who you deem as the franchise quarterback. Obviously, everybody's, you know, patient and optimistic and uh, rooting you on uh, and looking for you to do well. And then as good as your play goes, you know, it trickled down to down to everyone else. You know, and, and Trevor, and don't don't this isn't an exact quote, but he said something to the extent of I've always been that guy. You know, trying to, you know, find myself, find a way to put it together. And he has shown those glimpses over the past three weeks. You mentioned his QBR has been, you know, astronomical. It's been very consistent. You know, that's what I love to see well into uh, triple digits over 100 in the last three games. And if I think if he can find himself a window where he's playing, obviously, one game at a time, but at the end of three games, at the end of the quarter, if he boxes it in for himself and say, I was three out of four. I did this. I did that. You know, these are the things I can look back at within this stretch These are the things I did great. These are the things that I have to continue to prove on. I think he can create himself a routine, uh, which he might be used to right, having been successful down at Clemson. uh, And we're seeing those glimpses, as I mentioned. I think that uh, as well as he plays, it'll lift up the other guy's play. You know, they'll be so confident in his quarterback that they can make things happen. And they're all on the same page now, I think. The receivers are catching the balls. We saw some drops earlier in the season and some key moments. Hell, Marvin Jones could have dropped that that pass there and we wouldn't be having this conversation. We just, it would, it would look like the, um, the chiefs game, you know, where he had high QBR and his, he, the accuracy was there. His percentage per completion was there yet the plays weren't made and you, you know, you have games as such, but uh, I think the guys are picking up their play and everyone is uh, starting to show some consistency uh, across the board. Fred Taylor with us last week.
0: Travis Etienne Jr. left the game. It was a foot issue. He sounded confident this week that he'd be able to go again, but Jamichael Hastie stepped in and played a big role in last week's game, certainly in the passing game. Now, this feels like a week against Detroit. I mean, this is a defense in Detroit that is ranked very low, bottom of the league in most every metric, major metric at least. I mean, this is a run-the-football game, right? I mean, they're going to do it on the other side. Detroit, uh, this is one where – hey, the offensive line, go handle business up front and hand it off to these guys and get the job
1: done. Yeah, you know, numbers are tricky in the NFL. They get you excited. You know, whether you're the one patting your stats or you're looking at someone that is ranked at the bottom of the league in a statistical category, it it does get you excited. And rightfully so, it should. Uh, But the games are played on Sundays. You don't have the the pen and paper isn't out there on the field. You got to go out there. You got to beat your guy. You know, you have to win your individual matchup, especially, you know, if you're going to try and run the ball. You know, obviously all the guys have to be on one accord, but it's about individual matchups, you know, from each guy. Uh, Making sure you can account for that eighth defender in the box when they come down, knowing if they have a weak run game, a weak run defense. You know, that defender is going to come in the box. And they're going to try to force you out of uh, running the ball and make you beat them deep. And I think that'll be a situation that we'll see here versus the Lions. They're going to try to force Jacksonville to uh, throw the ball because they know Jacksonville is fairly, uh, you know, they're in the middle of the NFL when it comes to running the ball. So I I think that um, the Jaguars do, do have a challenge in front of them. But like they've done multiple games this year, I also think that they will be successful and running the ball. And that's where this start, if they're going to win today, they got to run it. And on the flip side, obviously the rushing defense, who was once in the top five to start the season, they have to step it up. I think, what are they around? Number 12 or so, or something like that. Uh, But yeah, they're going to have to step up to the plate and play like they played versus the Ravens. They did a great job of containing Lamar and, and the Ravens' uh, rush attack, I think they have to also show the same uh, today. So, I, I like this matchup. Again, I said it's going to be interesting. You have two teams that play really hard. Some, they, they either lose it close or, or, or win it close. This is a good one.
0: Fred Taylor with us. And, yeah, you, you mentioned that Lions rushing attack. It's their best rushing total as a team through 11 games since – A guy named Barry Sanders was in the backfield. So that was 1998. It's been a while since they've run the ball this effectively. This is not a one-man band, though. They've got multiple running backs. Jamal Williams leads the league in touchdown rushes this year. DeAndre Swift can do his thing. They have a fullback, Fred. Those are rare these days. So they'll line it up and smack (laughs) you in the mouth.
1: You got to look at the head coach. Coach see, he he uh, old tough old school hard-nosed guy, still believing, you know, the uh 21 personnel. Yeah, you know, they it, it starts with Swift, obviously. Uh and they have a tremendous uh backfield man, uh, very much capable. And again, you have to play gap integrity and in lane assignment. Uh, if you're a Jaguars defender, you have to be able to communicate those personnel sets and those formations. You know, you have a, a player, a former Jaguar that's on their coaching staff who hung out and spent a lot of time in Jacksonville. Obviously, being a former quarterback, he has a quarter, quarterback mindset at the same as Coach Peterson. So, um, you know, I think Mark will help. Their defense this week, you know, with some of his take in studying the Jaguars offense. And let me just make one more comment on Brew. I'm done with their running backs, man. I don't know if a lot of fans out there listening know this. Uh, Brew, obviously, one of my favorite teammates. I think he's done a great, a tremendous job with Jared Goff, you know, and keeping his confidence high and having him play as well as he's playing. And I also say that I wish uh, Brew was in Jacksonville coaching, the young quarterback we have. Uh, and maybe at some point, if he sticks around long enough, meaning Mark in coaching, uh, hopefully he can come back home at some point and coach Trevor. Look, at that's Freddie T. Just starting stuff. <laughs> you're, you're one of the best
0: at starting stuff, Fred Taylor with us. <laughs> hey, when did you realize that Mark would make a good coach? Did you see that when you were a teammate of his? You know,
1: Mark was always um, – Uh, A great player, obviously, uh, so dynamic in his ability as a player, but also as a player coach. I remember when a young left, which came to town, you know, and they were trying to make a decision on which way to go if the young quarterback was ready. You know, Mark still took Byron under his wings and, uh, you know, he taught him some stuff and, you know, he was very uh, open-armed and receptive. Obviously, he still was able to compete for his job, but yet he still was able to coach a younger player, and that's what he's doing now. You know, he coached at high school, on the high school level. He He's always been a great uh, quarterback, and uh, he was a consummate pro uh, in the classroom, uh, very attentive, took his notes. Uh, so, yeah, it just carried over to what he's doing now. I think he's doing a good job.
0: All right, Fred, um, how you feeling about this one? Six to go. Down three to the first-place Titans in the division, with two coming up against them. If the Titans lose a game against another team and the Jaguars win out, guess what? The Jags are at the top. We might be a little early for that, but
1: that's yeah, that's yeah, what's out yeah. there. But you know, you got it. I I love the optimism. I I, I tend to lead with that. I, yeah, I like this matchup. As I mentioned, I do like this matchup. I will not dismiss how uh, hard the Lions play week in week out. They've been in some close ones, and they've lost a few, you know, in comeback fashion or giving up the game. I don't want to call a lock. I just want to see a competitive, hard-fought game. And, you know, the bias in me want Jacksonville to win it. I I would prefer a blowout and not one of those nail biters that we saw last week. But, hey, at the end of the day, a win is a win. Take it any type of way I can. There's no doubt about that. Fred, we'll talk to you in the postgame, man. Appreciate it. All right, JP. Thanks, boss.